This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to opening night. Maybe we should call it reopening night for the Mets because it actually came 96 hours after they were supposed to open in Washington on Thursday night. And they actually did on Monday night in Philadelphia. And they let a brilliantly pitched game by Jacob deGrom go by the boards. How many times have we said that in the past? Uh, Just a disastrous loss for the Mets on opening night. They seem to recoup pretty well afterwards and said they'll bounce back tomorrow, but we'll see. We'll break it all down here for you now. DeGrom, shutout ball again, six innings tonight. And he was pretty good. He had the strikeouts going seven on the night. He has now pitched 17 scoreless innings in three openers for the Mets. During that time, he's given up nine hits, just four walks, and he has struck out 25. But he left after 77 pitches and six innings, despite striking out the last two batters that he faced in the sixth inning. And those are pretty good hitters, Reese Hopkins and Bryce Harper. And he actually struck out Harper on a 100-mile-an-hour fastball. So he still had something in the tank. But afterwards, both Luis Rojas, the Met manager, and DeGrom said that it had been 10 days, really, since DeGrom had last, I guess, thoroughly pitched. He was supposed to open on Thursday. And basically, when the game was canceled, he had a little touch and feel that day. Then on Saturday... He threw a couple of innings, but didn't really go at it that hard, maybe 30, 40 pitches thereabouts, just to keep himself kind of in step for the opener on Monday night. And then he went out and threw 77 pitches. I think everyone expected him to be back out there for the seventh inning, but he was pulled at that point, and Miguel Castro came in. Castro got through the inning okay, but then it went to the eighth, and that's where the disastrous part started to come in. Trevor May started the eighth, and he faced four batters, three of them reaching base. A couple of singles and a walk sandwiched in between, so the bases were loaded for Aaron Loop, the other acquisition that the Mets added to their bullpen, and the only left-hander that's out there, but he had to come in and get Bryce Harper with the bases loaded. Didn't take him long to fail that uh, job because he hit Harper with a pitch, That knocked in the first run, making it a 2-1 Met lead, and then a single by J.T. Real Muto tied up the game at two. Then it gets really funky. Luis Guillorme had come in, and he was the defensive replacement at third base for J.D. Davis. And Alec Bohm, who is pretty good for the Phillies, hitting close to 500 with runners in scoring position, he bounced a ball to Guillorme. Guillorme fielded, fired home to James McCann, and... 
It wasn't a great throw, but it probably should have been caught by McCann, but it bounced off his glove, two-run score. That made it a 4-2 game, and Didier Gregorius followed with a sacrifice fly. That made it 5-2, and there was your final. Actually, not your final. It was 5-3. The Mets did manage to get a run in the ninth inning and actually had the tying runs on base and the winning run at the plate in Pete Alonso, but Alonso flied out deep to Harper and Wright, and that was that, and the Mets had to... Settle for the 5-3 loss. It was tough to watch DeGrom come out of the game. You wanted him to go to the seventh inning, but Jake didn't fight it that much, despite the fact that he had struck out the last two and was still throwing 100 miles an hour in the sixth inning. He said that it was probably the best thing to do at that point in time. He didn't want to push it, and the Mets certainly didn't want to push him. But it was also frustrating because, you know, you have your ace on the hill, you want to get the job done, You don't get the job done, and we've seen this time and time again with DeGrom. It's the reason he has so few victories in his career when he is pitched like a pitcher who probably should have twice the amount that he has. Met defense, well, it failed them in the eighth inning. We've seen this time and time again as well. This is a defense that uh, has been spotty over time and over seasons for the Mets, and tonight it was very good in the beginning. It helped out DeGrom in the first inning, Reese Hoskins hit one almost out of the park. It hit the top of the fence in right center field. Bounced to Kevin Pillar in center. He fired to Jeff McNeil, who then fired on to J.D. Davis at third base. And Hoskins had a double, but he tried to stretch it to three, and he was gunned down. That really helped in the first inning. And then in the second, Francisco Lindor turned a beautiful 6-4-3 double play. Uh, going to his uh, to his left to grab a ground ball up the middle, uh, made a nice turn, got it to McNeil, and McNeil on to first for the 6-4-3. That helped DeGrom out of the second inning, and then DeGrom kind of settled down after that. He retired the last nine batters that he faced, and again, the last two were by strikeout, and those pretty good hitters in Hoskins and Harper. But nonetheless, it was turned over to the bullpen. Castro did all right. The other two... May and Loop in the eighth inning failed, and that was that. And again, in the ninth inning, the Mets came close but could not get it done. This is frustrating because the Phillies are now 4-0, and and they're feeling it right now. And the biggest difference, listen, they're getting great starting pitching. Tonight, Matt Moore did not do a great job. He only went three and a third innings. And with Joe Girardi's bullpen disaster last year, uh, they had the – Highest ERA in 90 years, a 7.06 ERA for the Phillies bullpen last year. Not since 1930 has there been a bullpen that bad. So Joe Girardi turns to his bullpen in the fourth inning. Well, why? Well, because the bullpen coming into the game had had seven and a third scoreless innings thus far this season. Right now, after tonight, the bullpen has allowed A total of one run. That came in the ninth inning off Jose Alvarado. So 13 innings of work out of the Phillies' bullpen thus far in four games. They've given up seven hits, just that one run. They've only allowed four walks, and they have struck out 18 batters. So it's a total turnaround for the Philly bullpen and the reason they are 4-0 right now. Now listen, they have great starting pitching, especially with the top three, Aaron Nola, Zach Wheeler, Zach Eflin. Those three just totally shut down the Atlanta Braves, only allowing the Braves three runs over three games, while the Phillies scored nine in their three-game sweep. They had a 1.31 ERA, only allowed three walks, and had 24 strikeouts as well. But the big reason for the turnaround for the Phillies, 
some timely hitting, obviously, taking advantage of the other team's mistakes and a bullpen that was just a total disaster last year and uh, one of the all-time worst bullpens you've ever seen, even in a 60-game season. (laughs) And they have totally turned it around this year and been a much better bullpen just by changing some pieces out there. Matter of fact, they didn't even have their closer, Hector Neris, tonight. And that might be a good thing because Neris has never had much efficiency against the Mets. The Mets have really uh, used him as a personal punching bag. Neris was not available tonight. They went to Alvarado. It worked out for him. He got the save, and that was that. But, again, the Philly bullpen really did him in. So, listen, the Mets... Didn't get the job done tonight. They're going to hand the ball to Marcus Stroman on Tuesday to try to get it done. Uh, they had some good signs tonight. They didn't do a great job with runners in scoring position. They left some people out there on the bases that they should have got in, but they rallied in the ninth inning and came close. Not enough, though. Uh, they did take advantage of a couple of walks and uh, got three straight hits in the uh, fourth inning. And that uh, put their two runs up on the board at that point in time to give them the 2 nothing lead. But they couldn't get much done until the ninth inning, and it was too late at that time after the five-run eighth. One of the things that hurt DeGrom tonight in particular was his ability to hit. He's a good-hitting pitcher. He was on base twice. He got a single off the glove of Matt Moore in the uh, third inning. That was the first Met hit of the night. And then he delivered an RBI single in that fourth inning. So DeGrom was two for two on the night, actually struck out his uh, last time up, so two for three on the night. But he was on the base pass an awful lot, and that was part of the reason that uh, they took him out of the game. You know, Luis Rojas talked about that afterwards. He said the the 10 days really between going full throttle on the mound, uh, the six up and downs that he had for the six innings that he worked, and again, the activities uh, on the base pass as well. And he said it all took a toll on Jake. He didn't want to push him. Uh, he was talking about 90 to 100 pitches prior to the game, ended up with 77, didn't want to push him that last inning. So you take it or leave it, but the bottom line is that the Mets had their ace on the mound, and I think when you do have your ace, you're, you probably should stay with him, <laughs> even if you have to push it just a little bit, and even if you worry. DeGrom was one of those guys that, that can get through it. DeGrom didn't fight it tonight. When uh, he was asked afterwards, he said he, it was probably the right thing to do, and he feels pretty good heading into his next start uh, going on Saturday. And he said if he had pitched on Thursday and this was Tuesday, in other words, five days in between, he definitely would have been out there for the seventh inning. So anyway, we'll see how it works out down the line. But at the same time, when you take your ace out and you have a lead, you're relying on an awful lot of guys uh, for the last three innings, you know, it's you it, at least three pitchers and maybe more. Um, and when it gets into that uh, kind of territory with the Met bullpen and their history anyway, until they can settle down a little bit, uh, you have to worry about that. And it costs the Mets tonight. So we'll see how they bounce back. Uh, we'll be back with another Met podcast later on in the week. But for now, the Mets started out 0-1 and blow another DeGrom gem in Philadelphia. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.